You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? I'm BJ Kissel. This is KCS Update. Uh, we had some important news coming out of today's press conferences, so we're doing a uh, podcast a little bit differently. Let me know if you like this style of podcast. We'll continue to do them, but with all the questions and everything going into this game on Sunday, uh, very interested in what was going to be said uh, at the podium today with the press conferences. And when Andy Reid spoke with the media, he got right into it because uh, a lot of questions about how the Chiefs are going to handle this game because they're locked into the three seed uh, for the AFC playoffs. Nothing they can control on Sunday against the Chargers has any bearing on the fact that they will be the three seed regardless. Now, who their opponent is going to be uh, is still in flux. There's five different teams that the Chiefs could still face in the first round of the playoffs in the wild card round. Uh, the simplest explanation is if Buffalo beats Miami on Sunday, then the Chiefs will be facing the Miami Dolphins in the wild card round. Now, if Miami beats Buffalo, there are a number of different opponents the Chiefs could face. There are paths for them to face the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, the Pittsburgh Steelers, or the Buffalo Bills. And that has to do with the other four AFC games that are going on. So rather than getting into all of that, uh, it was going to be interesting to see, and we were curious if we would get an answer uh, early in the week as to how the Chiefs were going to approach this game because it doesn't mean anything for them, but... With the way the Chiefs' offense has been playing, there was a thought, myself included, had this thought, maybe they'll give a little run to the starters and to the guys who are out there just to try and maybe build upon some of that momentum we saw on Sunday. But to start his press conference, here's what Andy Reid told the media regarding the quarterback situation for Sunday. Pat will play, um, so Blade will take uh, over at that spot, and then um, we'll rotate the other guys in as we go. So... Uh, but we look forward to the challenge of getting ready, and we got to make sure that we have a good week of preparation. So there you have it. Patrick Mahomes will not play. Not a, a bad scenario um, at all. Uh, Air on the side of caution, especially with a competitive quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. As much as I'm sure he wants to get out there and play because he's competitive and all that kind of stuff, it would be hard to throttle him down with some of the plays and escaping the pocket and some of the ways that he puts himself in a position uh, to take extra hits that nobody wants to see him taking in a game that really doesn't matter outside of maybe getting a little bit more momentum from that group. Um, but Andy Reid, in talking about Blaine Gabbert, who's just been in here this first year as the veteran backup, backup over the past few years, had been Chad Henney. Blaine Gabbert getting his first start with the Chiefs, but it will be the 49th start of his career. Here's what Andy Reid had to say about Blaine Gabbert. You know, he works on staying in hard practice. It's great to have that opportunity to go out and play. I mean, he's been a starter in the league, and and so he he have confidence that he knows what to do and go in there and will do well. But um, for a per, from a personal standpoint, I'm sure he's excited about the opportunity to get in and play instead of going out here at Braxton, you know, every day. That's a that's what he does. He's a nearly now to have a chance to do it in a game is great. It'll be interesting to see how. Uh, Blaine Gabbard gets in his plays in his first start uh, for the Chiefs. Obviously, 
Um, had, like Andy Reid said there, a lot of experience in this league. He's only played in one game uh, for the Chiefs so far this season, so don't really know what we have uh, with Blaine Gabbert. Don't really know necessarily the motivation uh, on the Chargers side. Uh, they parted ways with their general manager and their head coach earlier the, this year, Coach Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco, their longtime GM, were both let go, and they named Giff Smith their interim head coach and JoJo Wooden their interim general manager. Um, since uh, Justin Herbert, uh, their young star quarterback, was placed on injured reserve uh, just a few weeks ago, Easton Stick, their backup, has made four straight starts. They have lost all four of those games. But when you look, I was looking at the pro football focus numbers um, over the last few games, guys like Derwin James, Khalil Mack, those guys are still playing um, at a very high level and they're playing hard. We saw it against the Denver Broncos last week. This team is still playing hard. They want to go out and end on a high note. And it's a resume builder for every player who steps out onto that field. So while the Chargers might not be playing for a whole lot, uh, it's important for Blaine Gabbert to get this experience in case something happens in the playoffs where he's going to need to get in and play. Uh, but even Glenn Gabbert, who we'll hear from here in a little bit, talking about being excited about working with some of the young guys. Um, I did think it was interesting that when asked during the press conferences uh, about Blaine Gabbert and bringing him to Kansas City after the backup of the last few years, Chad Henney uh, decided to retire, that Andy Reid actually reached out to Chad Henney about Blaine Gabbert because they had a previous relationship. Yeah, no, he's done a nice job. He's done, he's done well with it. Um, I checked with Chad, and he and Chad have a relationship. Chad thought he'd be good for that that position. Um, I didn't know Blaine, how, you know, like I know knew Chad, but um, he, he's jumped in and and done a nice job with all that. So there you have it. Uh, it's not a surprise for Andy Reid to reach out to people and use his network and the relationships he has across the league to get information on guys, especially in such an important position uh, for the team success and for Patrick Mahomes' success that doesn't necessarily uh, lend itself to being seen or understood uh, in a lot of ways uh, from a value standpoint to everyone on the outside, to fans, to people who don't see the behind-the-scenes work that those backup quarterbacks do being a sounding board for Patrick Mahomes uh, and the other quarterbacks and quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators. And even Andy Reid himself were putting the game plan together that having a veteran quarterback uh, who's seen a lot of different things, played in a lot of different systems, seen a lot of different defenses, that experience is really, really important. Um, one of the reasons that uh, I mentioned earlier that it was interesting how the Chiefs were going to handle it, most people expected or would have been a little more surprised if Patrick Mahomes was going to play in this game, but uh, I believe it was Seren Petro from 810 Sports Radio in Kansas City with a great question uh, that a lot of people were probably thinking, myself included, regarding uh, how much pull was there for Andy Reid to play Patrick Mahomes in this game because we haven't seen the offense really click uh, as well as uh, we've come to expect from this group and that they're still working on things. There were reports that they were not dumbing down the offense, but they were going to simplify things a little bit, maybe call some more uh, simplified plays that don't put as much on guys, however you want to read into that. Uh, but here's what Andy Reid had to say when Seren asked him that question. Well, it helped that we played, you know, okay, this past game for sure. Um, and uh, I'm not worried about, no, I'm just want to, you know, make sure that, we're ready when that time comes, and then this group's ready for right now. So this is uh, this is not a less important game. It's just different guys in, in important positions playing the game. 
and uh, and play well. So it's you don't you don't just throw these games out. That's not what we're doing with that. Now, not to, to slide anybody else because, you know, we're obviously rooting for Coach Reed, but I love his perspective on this. I'm sure and I say that meaning that I'm sure all NFL coaches, uh, or at least I would hope, all NFL coaches for any team I'd ever want to root for, I uh, would have this perspective and that while winning and losing the game may not change anything for this team, the plays and the experience that um, these guys get from going out there and playing this game could make a difference going into the playoffs. And we might not necessarily able to directly tie it to to one thing um, like you can with a win or a loss but um, Andy Reid saying this game is still important it's still important for the guys who are out on the field um, who are the same guys and a lot of the guys who are going to be playing uh, in the playoffs as much as we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes resting and there may end up being some other guys who rest it's only so many guys on your roster and you have to play a game you have to feel the team to go out there and play so the offensive line a lot of those guys are still going to be out there. It's important for those guys uh, to still get into a rhythm. It's really important, obviously, uh, for the young receivers uh, to go out there and get reps. And again, we'll get to Blaine Gabbert here in a minute. He had a great couple of nuggets uh, regarding the young guys and getting them out there and getting some more confidence. Um, but probably going into this presser outside of who was going to play quarterback, uh, another one of the questions that I was curious as to how it was going to be answered or if they're not, whether or not they're going to play. Um, one of those guys is Travis Kelsey uh, regarding uh, the thousand yard milestone. It's not what Travis Kelsey cares about. If you know anything about Travis Kelsey or have heard him talk about records and milestones and things like this, it's never been important to him. But that said, Travis Kelsey is in the midst of a streak. He has seven straight thousand yard receiving seasons, uh, which is an NFL record by far an NFL record. Uh, for a tight end in NFL history and that no tight end in NFL history ever had more than two straight thousand yard seasons. And Kelsey has seven looking for his eighth and he's just 16 yards shy um, of thousand yards for the season. So Andy Reid was asked uh, how important it was. This is kind of an awkward interaction, uh, but it kind of tell the way he answers it tells you everything you need to know on whether or not uh, playing guys that have uh, incentives or milestones coming up is important to him. And depends. Yeah, depends on what the mile shot is. Let's say it's a, an eight straight one thousand yard season. Let's <laughs> see, see how that light goes. Do, do they have com- what's the conversation like when they have those? Um, probably one sided. Now, it's kind of funny the way that he answers it, and uh, I take it this way, um, and I could be wrong. I'm I'm guessing here, uh, but my read on the situation is if it's a milestone that is just like a 1,000-yard season that isn't in tied to an incentive in someone's contract, uh, he's not going to care about it. He's not going to care about it for it to look great on Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame resume. He's already a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Not going to change anything other than you know media reporters and people writing, beat writers, writing about his accolades after the fact are going to have to put, you know, seven straight thousand yard seasons with maybe a gap if he comes back next year and gets another thousand yard seasons, but not anything that's important to him. Now for like Chris Jones, for example, who I think reportedly during a press conference a couple of weeks ago noted that, you know, gets 10 sacks, he gets an incentive, he gets a bonus, he gets money in his pocket, uh, whether it's a few hundred thousand dollars, maybe a million dollars, whatever it is uh, to hit that 10 sack incentive. Well, if the incentive includes putting money in somebody's pocket, I can see Coach Reed being more willing to let uh, those guys play 
in that game because it is something that's real to them. He's not holding them back from making money. Um, I, some people may be surprised to hear that, but reason that Andy Reid has such a good relationship with players and everybody around him is he gets stuff like that. And again, I'm looking into it. I'm guessing I have no reason to believe it other than uh, understanding how Coach Reed has been with his players uh, over the years. And if Travis or if Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones or anybody else uh, is really close to an incentive that's going to put some money in their pocket, I can see that being a situation in which uh, it's a conversation to be had. Uh, and when he says, depending upon the milestone and when he said eight straight thousand yard season, the way that he answered that tells me that there is not an incentive in Travis Kelsey's contract uh, tied into thousand yards. I could be wrong about that, uh, but that's how I read it. And uh, if, if Chris Jones has a chance to put some more money in his pocket, uh, especially for a player who held out, wanted more, ended up getting less than he was originally offered. Uh, and a lot of it was tied into incentives that if he doesn't hit him, he's going to get paid a lot less. And we don't have to rehash the whole Chris Jones contract situation at the beginning of the year with his agents and the holdouts and uh, what the contract he signed ended up looking like. Uh, but hitting those incentives is going to be important to him to, to recoup some of that money uh, that he had lost. So uh, interesting the way that he that he played that out. I don't know, uh, neither throughout the rest of his press conference and even Blaine Gabbert when he was asked, and we can uh, run that clip here in a minute, uh, about you know getting Travis Kelsey that incentive. Nobody confirmed or denied whether or not Travis Kelsey is going to play. So it looks like we still don't know. Uh, maybe we'll find out later in the week. Uh, but did think that was a funny interaction and a question a lot of people had uh, regarding uh, Travis Kelsey specifically uh, playing this week. But Andy Reid was also asked about just the experience and how important it is for the young guys to get out there and get some quality reps against the Chargers, and again, what it could lead towards the playoffs. But I expect him, yeah, it's a it's a way to build your resume uh, in this league and gives you an opportunity to also strengthen our team as we go into the playoffs with guys with a little more experience uh, gained in a game like this. So that's invaluable. And one of the other things that Andy Reid was asked about quite a bit. We have two, two different nuggets, uh, two different quotes on this, uh, was about, um, you know, the advanced scouting and the way that their system is set up, the way their quality control coaches, even the personnel staff on the scouting side, uh, they have some NFL scouts, advanced scouts that are scouting their opponents that they may face. And the question was surrounding, you know, how much time uh, and resources are you using on getting ready for this game on Sunday, which again, matters for the young guys, matters for the, the processes of what it would look like in the playoffs. If these guys do get in, in a key moment, you can't change uh, or not have the same process that you would, but understanding you need to allocate some resources to studying the opponents that you may face in the playoffs. Uh, here's what Andy Reid had to say about balancing those two things. Yeah. Well, the important thing is that we get this one where we are good with it. And then, and then I've got, some of the assistants uh, looking at the other things, the possibilities. But the guys that are in charge of these different areas for this game are focused in and on that and doing that. And uh, so, if you want to do well in this game, you want to do well. And that's that's how we go about it. Yeah. All right, Andy Reid followed up by talking a little bit more about the advanced scouting again during his presser availability on Wednesday. Yeah, well, a couple of, yeah, a couple of possibilities you already know. So you, you can spend less time on that. But, you you know, the, these other guys that are doing that are are capable of doing that. They're, they're in that position where they stay ahead every week for us anyways. So now they've got 
couple more teams that they have to stay ahead of. And that's all right. Spend the time at it and do it, dig in, and then you can give us the information down the road. But that's what they do anyways, you know, the quality control guys. So Andy Reid, answering that question, a little context, he's talking about a couple of them they already know, uh, that the Chiefs have already played the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills this season. And so as far as advanced scouting, the the structure of the defenses, uh, going through the process of scouting their opponents, obviously some things tweak, uh, especially with Miami. They've had a lot of injuries. How do How does their offense or defense look different now compared to when they played them? But the structure and some of the base things that they go through for those two opponents are already set. Now, three of the other possibilities they could play, um, that's probably where a lot of those resources are going to be put um, this week for the staff that he's allocated or that already do this, uh, as he mentioned, that are looking forward and scouting and getting information ready. So after this game on Sunday, they can hand Patrick Mahomes, if they don't do it already, hand Patrick Mahomes and maybe the guys who aren't going to play in this game some advanced notes saying, here's what to look at. Uh, with these few opponents when, you know, watching the games this weekend when the Chiefs aren't playing against the Chargers. But the opponents the Chiefs could face in the playoffs that they had not faced in the regular season could be the Houston Texans, could be the Indianapolis Colts, uh, or could be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so teams that obviously they faced in the past, uh, but not anybody um, that they've played so far this year. And so we expect there to be some more resources with those advanced scouts, with those quality control coaches, spending time on those three opponents because uh, they don't have as much on them. And then the final nugget from Andy Reid, I think this question is from Aaron Ladd uh, with 41 Action News. Um, I laughed as the question was being asked because I know he doesn't like to talk about himself, uh, but he was asked about his career success uh, and just, you know, what some of the milestones that Andy Reid is hitting uh, regarding being a top five winningest coach in NFL history, top four winningest coach, uh, being the winningest coach, uh, first, excuse me, the first coach in NFL history to be the winningest coach for two different NFL franchises with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, along with a number of other uh, accolades that Andy Reid has hit and continues to hit uh, as he continues to rack up winning seasons, uh, successful successful seasons, double-digit winning seasons, all those kinds of things. Here's what Andy Reid had to say when asked about his own success. Yeah, I mean, I I don't look back. That's dangerous in this business. Very dangerous. So um, I look forward, and well, someday when I'm done, uh, I guess then I can look back. But uh, the only time I look back is if there was a good play back there that we want to use coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, between running plays from like the 1940s and the old Rose Bowls and all the different things that every time Andy Reid runs a trick play we find out after the game in the post-game press conference that it came from some play, some obscure high school or college play um, way back when, and nobody's ever seen it or heard from it. Matt Nagy uh, reportedly had one of those earlier this year. Uh, so it's kind of funny to hear him talk about that. Um, it'll be interesting to see whenever Andy Reid does decide to retire uh, for somebody who puts so much time and effort and so much passion into the game of football. And then he's been one of those guys that you could see being a football coach, whether he got paid for it or not, uh, that football is going to be a part of his life and it's a part of who he is. Uh, but uh, fun to hear him kind of score her and not like to talk about himself and his success because he has so much of it. And it honestly makes you want to talk about the success he's had even more because he doesn't want to talk about it and doesn't want to uh, own up to it that way. I'll just give credit to the guys around him, the players for making the plays to help him get those wins and all that kind of stuff. But um, all right, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. We are going to hear, uh, from the Chiefs quarterback for this game on Sunday against the L.A. Chargers, Blaine Gabbert. 
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Welcome back to this special KCSN update uh, episode as we've gone through some of the press conference nuggets that we heard from uh, Andy Reid. And then now uh, coming up here, Blaine Gabbert, who will be the starting quarterback for the Chiefs against the Chargers on Sunday, making his first start for the Chiefs and the 49th start of his NFL career, obviously talking about the former Missouri Tiger that a lot of Chiefs fans uh, and those in Chiefs Kingdom are going to be somewhat familiar with. Uh, Blaine Gabbert's been on a number of different teams throughout his career, um, but as Andy Reid noted earlier, he made a call to uh, last year and the backup over the past few years, Chad Henney, uh, who's familiar with Blaine Gabbert throughout their careers, uh, asked him about him, and obviously Chad Henney signed off on him before the Chiefs uh, went ahead and brought him in to be Patrick Mahomes' backup this season. Um, but when Blaine Gabbert took the podium today, uh, he did speak with the local media regarding just his excitement uh, to get back out on the field. You know, it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a great opportunity. And I told the young guys out at walkthrough, just have fun. A lot of guys are going to have a great opportunity to go play for the first time, make a start for the first time, right? And um, I've been fortunate to start quite a few games in the NFL, and these opportunities don't come around very often. And um, just make the most of them, have fun, cut it loose, and just go play ball. Ultimately, the reason we play football is to play in the games, right? Um, it's a great opportunity, not only for myself, but a lot of guys to maybe play in different positions that they have been throughout the year. Um, Justin Ross, KT, McColl, like these guys are going to play a significant amount this week. And um, it's just great to get more reps under your belt. So when your number's called, if it is called in the playoffs, we're ready to go. 
I did think it was a little interesting in there. And again, uh, guessing a little bit here on what he means by this. Um, but when he says that playing guys in positions they're not used to, specifically mentioning the young receivers and Justin Ross, Kadarius Tony, and McCole Hardman, one of the things that historically Andy Reid has done with the receivers and the offensive staff is they teach him the X, the Y, the Z. They teach all the different positions um, that the wide receivers could play in Andy Reid's offense. They all learn every position. Uh, that's why when you say it's not easy to play wide receiver in this offense. They all learn every spot. That way they can interchange everything and they can run the same play with different formations and make it look uh, different, but it's the same kind of general play. And so for him to say, and I say him, Blaine Gabbert to say, guys learning new positions, maybe it's if Justin Ross has been playing the X, maybe he's going to play the Z and they're going to move these guys around. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, the the communication and just the the offense looking in sync between Blaine Gabbert and what he's expecting these young wide receivers to do uh, and what they actually do because the rules are different for those different positions where you're lined up. And so it's it's one of those kind of nerdy things to really pay attention to. But again, if you know these guys are going to be being asked to do things that they haven't been asked to do in a game yet so far this season with more reps uh, for those young guys than we've seen before, the more we can see the offense look in rhythm, uh, guys sit versus zone coverage, know where to go in those situations. Those things, again, we might not might not be some highlight real play, uh, but if it just looks the way that it's supposed to look for us, for those of us on the outside who don't know exactly how it's supposed to look, um, that's going to be a great sign. And so the more the offense looks in sync, uh, the greater sign it is for those young receivers uh, to for things to click. And we talked earlier about maybe Patrick Mahomes playing in this game because we want to see the offense click. Well, even though Pat Mahomes is not going to be out there, Blaine Gabbard's going to be out there, and the rules don't change for those receivers and where they're supposed to go on certain play calls against certain looks uh, with certain concepts that are called. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how that kind of all plays out. Uh, Blaine Gabbard was also asked about just how excited he is, not only to play, but the fact that he's going to be playing with a lot of the guys that he's been doing reps with on the scout team for the regular season. It's not like Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Blaine Gabbert gets thrown in with the starters guys that he hasn't necessarily repped with throughout, you know, the regular season that practices, he's getting a chance to get out there and play with guys that he's been communicating with and working with on the scout team. And here's what Blaine Gabbert had to say about that. Yeah. It's, it's fun when you go out there and actually play meaningful football with guys that, like you said, you've gotten reps with on scout team. And now it's just kind of taking the work from the practice field to the game field. And um, just, like I said, go out, play fast, have fun. And those guys are, phenomenal athletes they've all played a lot of high level football and there's a lot of talent that they they all have and you know it's gonna be fun to watch them play on Sunday I'm excited to see the guys play specifically the young receivers a lot of this is going to be in context of the young receivers but just guys that there's no consequence to not playing well I guess besides maybe being benched if we really want to get into it but they can go out and play free they don't have to worry about a ball tipping off their hands or if they do the wrong thing uh, they don't have to think as much just go out there and play fast and if they make a mistake it's not going to change whether or not the Chiefs make the playoffs or win the division or any of those types of things that may be uh, subconsciously even in the back of their minds while they're out there on the field. They can be a little bit more free uh, to go out there and, and make plays and play fast and all those kinds of things that um, you know they've obviously done throughout their career, whether it was in college, whether it was in the NFL or even in training camp. At some point, these guys went out and played free and played fast and made enough plays to put themselves in a position to be a professional football player and to have this opportunity going up against another professional team uh, in a game that is in their regular season. It might not change the outcome, uh, but they're still going to keep stats for it, still going to keep records of it. 
and still going to be on tape, both for the Chiefs and for everybody else uh, to see around the league as these guys are fighting for bots going into the future um, or even reps or, you know, snaps uh, going into the playoffs. Um, but Blaine Gabbert um, asked about the opponent, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Chargers. Season's done, dead last uh, in the AFC West uh, for after being picked to win the division, I think, for like the eighth or ninth year in a row. I don't even know if I'm being sarcastic uh, in saying that. It may even be more years than that, and that I think most level-headed Chiefs fans would admit that the Chargers' talent in that room is better than their 5-11 and record. It's the reason that Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco got let go. Uh, whatever the, the reasons for it, whoever's fault it is, uh, the Spanos family and the, the owners uh, decided that they need to go in a different direction with their coaches and their GMs. But uh, when asked about this defense uh, specifically, um, despite the fact they've lost four straight, here's what Blaine Gabbard had to say about who he's the group he's going to face on Sunday. You know, it, it just depends. They're playing a little more split safety zone. Um, they're playing fast. They're playing hard. And, you know, when I've been on teams where coaching staffs, coaching staffs change mid-year, right? And so a lot of the coaches, a lot of these players are playing not only for their jobs, but uh, for their resume for next year, right? Um, so this team's not going to lay down. They're playing extremely hard. They played Denver tough last week, and um, they're they're going. And I agree. I, I watched a little bit of the the Denver uh, Chargers game, the Broncos and Chargers, and the Chargers were out there playing hard. It's, it You forget that they're professional athletes. They're getting paid, and while the game might not matter and they're playing for a coach who's not going to be their coach next year or their GM next year, the tape doesn't lie. The tape is still the tape, uh, and people are still going to flip that on. And you learn a lot about guys, how much they love the the game of football and the sport of football uh, in these situations um, that the Chargers are in right now. And, um, yeah, I'm while it's kind of like the the last preseason game where it really doesn't matter, but you're getting a chance to see some young guys uh, get out there and play. And Blaine Gabbert was asked specifically about one of those young players that uh, I know a lot of eyes are going to be on. There'll be a lot of content probably as we get closer to the game. Uh, specifically talking about Justin Ross, uh, the ultra-talented young receiver that was kind of the storyline for the Chiefs um, throughout OTAs and even at the start of training camp with some of the highlight reel-type plays that he was making. But again, tempering expectations. Obviously, he had a suspension. He had some off-the-field issues that he was dealing with. But on the field, uh, there's a lot that's asked of these wide receivers to be in the right position to understand where to be and and what they are asked to do. Uh, Going into this game, there's based on what Blaine Gabbard had to say earlier about working with them. Seems like Justin Ross is going to get a lot of run, and and Gabbard was asked specifically about Ross and his excitement to get out there and work with him on Sunday. He's doing a great job, and we, we make jokes. Like, you look back, he hasn't played that much football since his freshman year of college, but the amount of athletic ability that he has is extremely rare. I've been around the game for a long time, and seeing what he can do in and out of cuts, catching the football, making plays, it's it's fun to watch. And just getting these reps throughout the week of practice in the game is going to be extremely valuable for him as kind of his career progresses. And the final nugget that we have from the press conferences today, again, appreciate everybody for hanging out. Um, but the final nugget was Blaine Gabbert being asked about Travis Kelsey uh, seeking his thousand yards. Again, nobody was committing whether or not Kelsey's going to play in this game on Sunday. As he said, 16 yards shy of a thousand. We know Andy Reed doesn't seem to care uh, about the milestones based on the way he answered that question. And again, I'm, uh, kind of guessing in that if there's an incentive to a contract tight end, Andy Reid's not going to hold the player back from putting some more money into his pocket, specifically more about like a Chris Jones situation, uh, not knowing if Travis Kelsey has an incentive to get 1,000 yards. But uh, here's what Blaine Gabbard had to say regarding Travis Kelsey. You know, the best part about the culture that we have here, it's there's a lot of selfless individuals. Um, 
I know you're getting a Travi 16 yards away from a thousand. We all we all know that. <laughs> but you know that's that's not how Trav plays. Um, he wants team success first, and he's always been that way. He genuinely loves football, and you know if he wants to play, he'll play. And if he's Coach Reed's decision to have him rest, he's going to rest. And ultimately, that's on Coach Reed. Um, but you know if we're out there, we're going to do our damn best to get him 17 yards. Well, and I think he's got a big string of thousand yard seasons in a row so and i'm no tight ends come even close to that and now you're getting into the receiver talk the mike evans of the world who's done 10 or 11 straight now this year and um that's a rare special group of individuals hall of fame individuals um to kind of have that run in a row so um he may say it doesn't mean anything but it means something for the quarterback and for this organization to get another thousand yards I agree. And as somebody that went in the locker room and told Travis Kelsey when he was approaching his third straight thousand yard season that no tight end in NFL history had ever done that, uh, he looked me dead in the eyes like, BJ, that's cool, but I don't really care about that stuff. Uh, it was without a microphone in his face. It was with no uh, camera on his face. That was just me being like, hey, we looking up this cool stat and nobody's ever done this. Uh, guy didn't really care because that wasn't what he was about uh, long before I uh, put another, what, four seasons together looking for a fifth. Uh, season of a thousand straight yards again for Travis Kelsey. Lucky to have him first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, and it's cool to hear Blaine Gabbert say that it might not be important to Travis, but it's important to everybody else around him to be able to brag on him and know that how much time and effort he puts into his craft, his body, uh, getting out there and playing when he's not 100%, all those kinds of things. Uh, the leadership that he shows as somebody been to a couple of Chiefs games uh, this year, sat behind the bench. Travis Kelsey, after each offensive drive, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's uh, early in the first half or late in the game, he is going around. He's talking to the offensive players. He's talking to the defensive players. He's trying to keep everybody engaged. He is exactly the kind of leader that you would want him to be at this point in his career. Uh, and it's been just a blessing to watch him kind of uh, grow throughout this and become the greatest tight end in NFL history, uh, just for me personally. But uh, last nugget uh, to leave you with before we wrap up this show. Uh, appreciate again, this is a little bit different style of show. If you enjoy um, kind of the presser sound bites, you don't have to watch the entire presser and there's gaps in it and all that kind of stuff. If you like this kind of content, uh, hit me up on social, uh, hit KCSN up on social and let us know that you like it. And we'll continue to do more um, shows like this. You know, we got plenty of content coming out on the, the podcast network and channel already. Uh, but final thing, uh, injury report uh, that Andy Reid had to give um, on Wednesday. Uh, said that Chris Jones, those four guys not practicing. Uh, Chris Jones is not practicing with a groin issue. doesn't seem like any of these are super serious, but Chris Jones won't practice with a groin issue. Isaiah Pacheco with a quad contusion. Rasheed Rice uh, said he tweaked his hamstring a little bit in the game and then just given him some extra rest. And Legereus Sneed uh, has been dealing with that calf strain, the calf issue, and he will also not practice. So there you have it. Uh, there's what Andy Reid and Blaine Gabbard had to say during media availability for the Chiefs on Wednesday. Appreciate everybody for hanging out. Uh, we'll have plenty more content for you. I know the guys from outside the trenches will be going live tonight on Wednesday. And then you've got the lab and only weird games again tomorrow, uh, as well as Chase Daniel uh, and Matt Hamilton on the YouTube channel, specifically uh, breaking down Patrick Mahomes' latest performance against the Cincinnati Bengals. That is always appointment viewing for a player like Chase Daniel, who played in this system to get on our YouTube channel and to break down Patrick Mahomes doing plays that Chase Daniel knows because uh, of the name ones that he ran. He's talked about it before. Uh, make sure you go check that out on our YouTube channel. Hit a subscribe. Leave us a nice comment if you like the content. Again, we appreciate all of your support. Hope you all have a great new year uh, as we all get ready for the Chiefs' regular season finale. 
uh, and what we call the uh, young receivers opportunity to step up and make plays with Brooke Blaine Gabbert. Again, appreciate all your support. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.